Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, welcome back, folks. Uh, this is Jay from Jay Talk. We've got our wonderful co-host, the incomparable Nick from the Nick Drop. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> that was good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing awesome. Life is good. Life is good. That's good. That's good. So, uh, back at work. Good Lord. <laughs> it's not that bad. I, I can't say that. You know, I got great coworkers and all the people in the building were excited. And, you know, I've got actually a lot to be proud of and a lot to be thankful for because of the fact that it was an untypical uh, rotator cuff surgery. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I know. So. I don't, I don't, I don't know how. I got so lucky to not have to deal with the pain and, you know, sitting up in a rocking chair for three weeks and sleeping, you know, uh, I just, I, I can't be more thankful than that. I've right. been buying a lot of tickets because, you know, the luck is coming my way. So I'm hoping that I win the lotto and, you, you know. You, you might want to stop because all your luck you burned with the freaking. I burned it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, you know what? I would take. If I have to do the other shoulder surgery, I would skip the lotto again to go through it the way I did. I know, right? Exactly. It was that good. Good for you. Well, how about you? How's work going for you? It ought to be quiet, you know. Somewhat quiet. It's it's getting a little interesting, you know. A lot's kind of going on. It's it's a build up, so you know it's pretty good. It's you know, but. Uh, right. It's it's work, <laughs> you know. It's work during the holidays. I don't have any PTO time, so you know what? I'm, it's work. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that sounds really horrible, but you know, just this year, I'm just it's there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. Here started. Let's see if we can get this COVID thing behind us, and you know, yeah, we're we're getting close to normal, I guess. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, I, I guess the big thing is, is, you know, we've talked about this before. I've been a little burnout. It's part of the reason right. when we started this podcast, and we're enjoying it. So it, it's kind of you know, now it, I'm not as burnt out as I used to be, but you know, well, it's I think after the first of the year, a little time off, you know, it things will get a little better. See, so. and if we can get some followers so that we can start making a little monetary on this podcast, we could do it eight hours a day, like Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could talk to you for eight hours a day. 
you wouldn't talk to me. We call people. The I'm with you. Change. I mean, at Joe Rogan's deal, they're smoking pot. You know, in between, and you know, we could be doing all that. Uh, no, Drinking. no, I'm good. I don't. No pot. Man. I'm sorry. The table. Oh no, we're going to be doing that if we're doing it eight hours a day. No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> we'll bring people into the studio. No, so that they can do it. No. Because I don't want secondhand 420, man. I'm good. You know, we'll look at you with the acronyms over there. <laughs> I'm not into 420. Hey, what 420 is, though. <laughs> That's funny. So no, 420 was three or four years ago. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I don't think I did either. <laughs> We're working in this room where, you know, you, we can't do it because we get drug tested randomly. So we oh. don't need to learn the acronyms and what it's all about. I, I work for a job that doesn't drug test now, and I still don't do it. So, you know. Well, we need to switch jobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I'm, I, I know about 420, and I know about all that stuff, but I don't know if I would be a regular yeah, I know. I've never, so, yeah, I'm good. You've never inhaled? I've never. <laughs> no, I'm not uh, Clinton, okay? <laughs> or, <laughs> or whoever else. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, no. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I've never tried drugs. So, I, I you know, i I don't know. I keep my my body pure, and and I say that as I'm eating a steak or drinking a coke. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> no, you and I are the same when it comes to that. We have to take medication, antibiotics, or painkillers and stuff like that. We don't like doing that. Oh no, no. no you know, no. when they told me, oh, here's a big old bottle of, um, what did I just say? It, what I just antibiotics. Lost- yeah, thank Pain you. Killer? Antibiotics. I don't know why I lost weight. Coding? No, just antibiotics. Okay. So they gave me the antibiotics because they want, you know, my body to fight the surgery stuff, whatever right. happened with that. Right. I took them. There's the entire bottle. Every single pill that I ha- that I got from the pharmacy is still in the bottle, still on my shelf. Okay. Never took it. Good for you. Painkiller, I took three of them. Okay. That was it. First three days, one a day. That was it. Yeah. Maybe good, two. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah, just, just that's just the way we are, man. You know, some people need it, some people don't. Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't like doctors, but I know the need. So. Yep. It's it's kind of a, it, it, it is what it is. So okay, what are we talking about today? Yeah. Uh, Holidays. <laughs> I put you on the spot. I know. <laughs> put me right on the spot. This is this this is the J Talk, and I am the sidekick. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just follow your lead. <laughs> That's why I figured I'd do that just to throw you off. So, so I want everybody to go on pod. I'll go on Spotify and look for the Nick Drop, and you'll never find it because I haven't even posted anything on the Nick Drop. I did post the first Nick Drop show on J Talk, but we never posted it on mine. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, it's it's yeah, we are on J Talk, and the Nick Drop joins us every week. So that's right. Yep. 
But uh, today's episode, we, you know, it's Christmas time. So, you know, holidays, you know, we did a Be Thankful episode for Thanksgiving. Talked about some of the things that we were, you know, thankful for. Um, We've also got New Year's coming up. So, you know, we've got a a lot of things going on. You know, we were going to do a Reason for the Season episode. Um, Scheduling just didn't work out. Uh, so my buddy, he, he tried, um, between, you know, going, something going on with his family and going out of town. It just, it didn't work out on scheduling. Um, so, you know, nothing bad, right? Nothing just, just tough schedule. Yeah. Just tough schedule. I mean, he does, he has two jobs and a family. I mean, you know, he's a sheriff, a pastor, and he's a family man. Oh, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, it's uh, it, it's he's got a busy life. So yep. you know, but it's interesting because we're talking about that. We're talking about Christmas and stuff like that. Families get to the point where they're so diverse, you know. So you you have parents that are divorced and remarried, right. and they might have had kids in their previous marriage or whoever they married. So just that alone, you just picked up. You don't know how many family members, right? Right. You got a stepmother and four more step brothers and sisters, or however that works in your particular family. And my family's pretty diverse like that. <clears throat> so we were always struggling every Thanksgiving and Christmas to be able to hop from one house to another Christmas Eve, or, you know, Christmas this year is going to be at mom's house. Well, no, I want it to be at my mom's. If you're married, you know, you got the two mothers. Yeah. You know, if body's, you know, still on the planet and all that. <clears throat> so it got real difficult. So my mother decided that she was going to start doing Thanksgiving and Christmas the Saturday before or the Sunday before, whatever the day it happened to fall on. Right. 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 So that worked out great for one year. Really? Yes. It completely fell apart, and let me tell you why. My sister-in-law is from Louisiana. Louisiana? Louisiana. <laughs> She's got about 4,700 cousins, aunts, uncles, you know. And I'm exaggerating, of course, because, you know, we're from Texas, and I'm only five foot five, so I can exaggerate like I'm seven foot tall. Right. But she went to Louisiana that year. And told her family about it. Guess what? They did the same thing. Now they're going to Louisiana the weekend before Thanksgiving and Christmas. (laughs) Really? I mean, really? (laughs) My mother is the one that came up with this. And I'm going to tell you what, I was really upset with my brother and and sister-in-law for years because of that. My poor mother has to, every year, she starts in like September and says, all right, I want to remind you guys, we need to pick a day when everybody's going to be here. And she will bombard us with emails until my brothers and sisters set dates. I never even bother talking. Right, right. They all know it because I'm the one that says, when you guys decide, because you guys have the such busy schedules, you guys let me know. I'll be there. Right. Set up. Right. You know, so this year we did. Thanksgiving on the Sunday. When was it, Jay? 
It was a Saturday after thing. No, no, it was a weekend before. Yeah, it was. A, it was the weekend before. It was on Saturday. Yes, Saturday. It was on Saturday. Saturday. Afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and Thanksgiving was on. You know that Thursday. So it was on that Saturday before. Right. Now we're doing Christmas on the twenty sixth of December. Okay. So, yeah, the day after Christmas. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that's what our plan. But I mean, we have to do that every year. Right. We have to find out where everybody's going to be. Are you going to be here? Are you going to be, you know, right. this family member's coming, you know. So it's it's a crazy mismosh. And then once we figure all that out, then we send out, this is what we're doing for food. Who can bring this? Or what do you want to bring? And, you know, email after email. Because I've got two siblings, and then I've got three first cousins, I guess you'd say. Um, my my mother has one sister, and my aunt had three kids, so I got three cousins, and my mother had three kids. Right. All that, if we can just kind of corral all that and get all those people on the same page, it's been working okay, you know, but my poor mother has to struggle. She's always the one that steps up and says, hey, what are we having this? When is everybody available? Get your schedule. We're not going to have any of this last-minute business, you know. Right. So it gets tough around the holidays to do that. No, it does. It does. Yeah. And, you know, it's the holidays are supposed to be about family and giving. And especially Christmas, you know, family and giving. And that's the hard part is, you know, getting people to give their time so they can be with family. Um, especially, you know, like you said, you've got so many people that want to visit and want to see you. And, you know, so this is going to be the first year may yeah i think it's going to be the first year since my divorce that i'm not going to have gabe at home for christmas day for christmas yeah so i'm not sure what day he's going to leave we'll see um but you know his mom has him for christmas so that's a challenge right you know there are a lot of single parents out there you know their kids some of them, their kids left yesterday, and they don't get home till Sunday night. Right. You know, and so that means they have to go an entire week, you know, with no kiddos. Parent, yeah, if they, yeah. What parent <laughs> wants to do that? I mean, that's just, right. you know. Well, I'll be alone on the holidays, and if they're single and not dating anybody, yeah, that's pretty bad. It's pretty lonely. It is. It is. It is, but if you have good friends and good family, I think that's where the key point is, you know. Right. And um, you know, that's one of the things that I say is the key is friends, you know. Right. Um, you got, you know, you're my friend. I have a couple other friends I text and chat with, and you know, so I know I'm I'm gonna be fine. You know what? What Junior doing? Is he going to? No, Junior's not going. So he'll be at home. So okay. Yeah. So, but you know, Junior has his own friends that he wants to. He'll want to go hang out with and do stuff with too. So, yeah. and I can't blame him for that. You know, I go to my mom's on Christmas Day. I, no, actually, we're going to my sister's on Christmas Day. Nice. So you know, it's the evening dinner time. So because. Everybody is going to the in-laws for the lunch. Yep. So it's our turn to do the dinner 
So. Oh, so they switch it. Yeah, sometimes we do the breakfast brunch type okay. thing. Yeah, and then they go to and see their cross. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and see most of our in-laws are all local. That's nice. Yeah, so it's not so bad. Um for me, I don't have to worry about that. You know, I don't have any in-laws. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's just really saying my in-law, my father-in-law, or ex-father-in-law, I'd go, I'd jump in the truck right now and go spend Christmas with him. Oh, okay. And I love that man. I love that man to death. He is some kind of amazing. Oh, really? I, yeah, I had a, I had a piece of, pro- I just cut this in there. I had a piece of property, and Ike tore down like three huge trees. Right. And I called him and told him, well, now, that's what he does as he does that for just extra spending money, somebody will call him up and says, Hey, I got an acre over here where you cut all the trees down. You can sell the wood. And he doesn't charge them to do that. Right. Very minimal gas and stuff like that. You know, right. And he, he's not in a hurry. So anyway, he's like, I'm on my way down. And I went, okay, well, I had to call work and say, Hey, I'm going to be off for the next five days. Cause I'm going to my place to cut trees. This man left at like six o'clock that night. Walked into my house at five o'clock that morning, made a pot of coffee, and looked at me and goes, "Well, let's go, boy." That was it. Yeah. We were out. And him and I spent five days in the woods cutting trees. This is the best five days ever. I mean, we had a blast. Oh, good for you. Quick story, but it was really cool. No, no, no. That's those are kind of cool stories. So, yeah, I miss him. I do miss him. Okay. So, pass. Oh, Lord. Past that, any other traditions that you guys do? Well, you know, we did, um, for years we always did everybody buying for the kids and everybody buying, you know, buying gifts, little gifts for everybody, and then we decided to do the name draw. You know, so my brother and sister and their spouses or our spouses and mom, and if she was dating anybody or married to at the time, we would all draw and we had a limit, you know, so we'd pick that one gift for whoever we drew, and that was it. And sometimes we would do what we did at your at your Christmas parties, the elephant thing. What do you, what do you call that? Yeah, white elephant gift exchange. Yeah, I, yeah, white elephant gift exchange. Every time Jay, I've been to a couple of his parties, and every time they have the white elephant gift exchange, I always walk away with the best gift of the night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to curse here, okay, because I think the last time he was here, he said he left with a bag of candy and an ass whooping. Well, no, the ass whooping was coming later because the gift was a cat of nine tails. That was funny as hell, though. Oh, my gosh, that was hilarious. Yes, it was one of those whips, people, yes. It was was hilarious. My son decided to use that as a gag gift. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. He got it from RenFest, too. Really classic. It was hilarious. So, and my date was the last one to pick, and that's what she picked. So that's she, why I said an ass whooping was coming my way, because she's walking around the room slapping that thing on her palm. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not, this is not good. It's not good. <laughs> but wait a minute. Maybe it is good. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Oh, my God. Everybody in the room was just laughing their butt off because they were like, oh, everybody knew what was going to happen. 
It was funny as hell. Well, half the people already knew that it was in the bag. That's why they weren't picking it. Yes, I know. So, well, I don't know if it was quite half, but there were a couple. There were a few people in the room that knew it knew. was there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Junior so definitely, uh, he didn't do you any favors on that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest thing about it all was the fact that her kid is the one that went and grabbed the bag and brought it to her. Because that, right. that was... That he was, was three years old. Yep. Yeah, and it was like, oh, this is going to be awkward if he pulls it out. <laughs> so, and, Oh, by the way, I still have that to this day. I still you have do, it. Actually, really? Yes, it's right underneath the table that I'm sitting at right now. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. Good for yep. you. That a little is... harsh. A little harsh. <laughs> Leather's like really, really hurtful. <laughs> it just looks like that. I mean, a friend told me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that was pretty funny. No, that is that was funny. I actually, yeah. So the gift exchange, we've been doing it a couple of years. I've been trying to have this Christmas party. I didn't have it this year. I just wasn't in the. Right frame of mind, right frame of spirit, I guess. I don't know how you want to call it, but you know what I'm talking about. Nick Nick knows. I was a little down. And I don't think it's just you. I mean, a lot of people around work, you know, and other friends, and I'm seeing some stuff on Facebook. Nobody's coming flat out and saying it, but a lot of people this year, just the, the spirit's not there. I don't know if that's got to do with COVID or you know, just, I don't know. It's not, you're not the only one. There's, I mean, like right now I'm in my, I'm in my apartment. There's not a Christmas tree in here. Oh, okay. You know, and Andrew and I, you know, cause Andrew's staying here right now. He, he came up to me just two days ago. He goes, dad, what do you want for Christmas? And I went, what? And it totally caught me off guard. Now I got to remember to go buy them stuff. You know, <laughs> I completely was like, okay, no. we're just going to, Christmas and I, I I will say though you've been kind of preoccupied. Yes, I have. Okay, so in your defense, you've been a little preoccupied, you know, and that distracted you from other things. Unfortunately, that ship has sailed. <laughs> no more preoccupation. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get yeah. into that on this episode, no, no, but that's, yeah. another, that's a definite another episode. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, but yeah. I'm just I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. You're freed up. But I'm just saying, is it's it's important to note that you know you have you've been you've been busy, you have right. got a lot going on, and you were, you know, it's it just you were busy. So we'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I was going to say, dance around that one, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. No, I mean, even this, you know, I just got finished talking about how my mother choreographs all this stuff so well. Tons of emails and everybody, food, whatever's going to happen. Right. So we're having Christmas two days from now, because today's Friday, right? Yeah. Two days from now, and there's not been one email about food. I have, we haven't done a gift draw. I mean, none of it. I haven't seen anything at all. Yeah, and, and we're recording on Tuesday, folks. We, we're going to release this on Friday, but we are recording on Tuesday. So, right. so that's what I was saying. Yeah. In two days, when yeah. you guys hear this, you're going to hear this in two days from 
we're going to be doing this. And I haven't seen an email saying, of course, now Thanksgiving, it, I ended up taking control, take, taking the reins, making sure everybody had what food they needed. I was the one sending the emails out. Mom said this year, she's like, look, I don't want to do anything. So I don't know if it's my responsibility again. She made it clear, I need you to take care of Thanksgiving. I said, not a problem. I got it. I sent the emails out. I talked to everybody. There was about 35, 40 people there. Jay, you were involved. You brought your your uh, salsa. Oh, my God, if you guys ever get an opportunity to eat his salsa, it's the best ever. So nice little plug for you. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> we, I mean, we, I did all that, and right. there was a little bit of struggle, but it all went well. Everybody was happy. You know, I got my brother, John. He cooked Carnegie Sada. Oh, man, that boy can cook. I mean, that boy can cook. It I was know. so good. No. So, no emails, no nothing. Yeah. More five, like I said, it's Tuesday now, but, you know, yeah. and you guys, just, hopefully there'll be an email out saying, hey, who's bringing what? So, yeah. You never know. They may hear the podcast and be like, oh, crap, we forgot to send out emails. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you might. Uh, they might. So, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be funny. It would be funny. So I will say, yeah, this year's the first year in a couple of years that I haven't done it. Um, you know, Eddie, of course, you guys, he came on and did a crazy first date. Him and his wife came one year. And it was funny because she picked a, what was it? One of those sample boxes of hot sauce. Okay. Okay. It's different kind of hot sauces. Oh, yeah. Little bottles. Yeah. Little bottles. Little different, little, a bunch of different ones. Well, of course, in the White Elephant Gift Exchange, you can steal from someone. And right. after the gift has been stolen twice, it's locked. It, person gets to keep it. That's it. It's permanently. It's done. Well, yeah. It got stole really quickly. Right. Yes. It got locked really quickly because, yeah, people wanted the hot sauce. I don't know why, but people wanted the hot sauce. That's it was so fun. It was funny as hell. Yeah, she was so upset. So the Go first ahead. time I did a white elephant Christmas thing was down in Galveston. A, a girl that I was dating at the time worked at the bank, and she said, "Nick, will you come to the Christmas party with me?" And I said, yeah. And she goes, they're going to have the white elephant Christmas deal. And I'm like, okay. I had no idea. Right. right? I didn't even think I was in my early 20s, if that. So we, she got the gift. I didn't have to worry about it. She got the gift. I went and picked her up. We went down there. And there were 50 people in this room. Okay. And they started, everybody drew their numbers or whatever. And they started the gift giving. About halfway through, somebody had bought this thing and it was probably about a foot tall and it was a goofy looking super super skinny man and he had a barrel around him okay so yeah when you you walk up to the man and you stick your shot glass underneath the barrel and you push the button he raises the barrel his thingamajigger comes out and pours you a perfect shot of whatever liquor they put in it oh lord the coolest (laughs) thing you ever see they fought for hours trying to change the rules saying that i only got two chances i want more chances to get that thing oh my gosh and they sold it at spencer's or something like that so 
everybody left and went and bought one. I mean, it was like that crazy. This thing was – they fought over that thing. Even after the white elephant thing was over, people were walking up to the guy that had it, offering him 100 bucks for it. Oh, Lord. No. Just go to Spencer's and buy one. Well, that's they eventually did, I'm sure. Probably uh, ran out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that thing was so funny. Everybody loved that thing. It was cool. Oh, that's pretty. That is that is hilarious. Any other traditions that you guys have that you used we to? We kind of changed up a tradition for Thanksgiving. I didn't think about that. What do you eat for Thanksgiving? Turkey and dressing and stuffing and cranberry, you know, and all that stuff, right? Right, right. We did a Mexican Christmas this year. Mexican, so thanks, had, Mexican, Mexican Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Sorry. Mexican Thanksgiving. So we had uh, taco meat. We had fajita meat. We had carne guisada. We had, you know, uh, flour tortillas and wheat tortillas and crispy shells and salsa and chips and dip. And we did it all, you know, red uh, rice and beans and guacamole. You know, soft and guac. Oh, yeah. The guacamole was so good. And And then we had deviled eggs. You know, so we kind of tried to stay in the tradition of Thanksgiving, <laughs> but aren't deviled eggs the Thanksgiving tradition or, oh, yeah, they are. They're just a party tradition. I don't care. They're an everyday, they're an everyday tradition. Yeah. So the best thing they're making now is deviled egg potato salad. Everybody go buy it. It's the best thing you'll ever taste in your life. Okay. Back to the tradition. Okay. <laughs> I'm plugging whoever's deviled egg potato salad. That stuff That's is so funny. Good. That is hilarious. Yeah. H-E-B's got it. So, well, I will say, you know, it's funny we we talk about, so I canceled my party this year. You know, I was a little down. Um, still had a birthday party for Gabe. And the sad part about it is I just put up on Saturday morning, with the kids' help, all my Christmas decorations. Nice. So, trees up. I got my little Christmas village set up. You know, so I, I do that whole thing. I actually have all the little pieces and people and, a, you know, I I like the little Christmas village thing. So, of course, I have um, was really hilarious. So a bunch of kids came over for Gabe's birthday party, you know, right? and they had a lot of fun. Gabe said it was his best birthday party ever. Nice. That's so good. But I have a gift that somebody gave me years ago that I pull it out every Christmas. And it always throws people off because they look at me like, really, you have this on display? And if you haven't, go look it up. It's a super duper reindeer pooper. What? I don't remember that. You know what a super duper reindeer pooper is? Is it a shovel? No. (laughs) So it is actually a plastic reindeer, and you fill it full of jelly beans. And then, of course, they're all brown, and when you raise the tail, he poops a jelly bean. (laughs) How come I never saw that? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so, you know, I thought it was hilarious. It was a great gag gift years ago. It really was. And so it's like, yeah, I could easily give it away. But no, it ain't going nowhere. I think it's funny as hell. So I kept it. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, he's looking it up, folks. This is going to be funny. 
So past that, so that's my, you know, my gag gift. But yeah, I have all little things, little knickknacks that, you know, I have kind of spread throughout my shelves. You know, we got uh, a house. It's probably, you know, a foot wide, foot tall almost. And it's got those lights, little fiber optic lights that, that you know, are sticking out. So, okay, Nick found it because, folks, he is <laughs> laughing his butt off. <laughs> This is a big old fat deer with yellow horns, and it is super duper reindeer pooper. And it says, Oh dear. <laughs> I told you, oh man. God, that's hilarious. It's a that's little the fattest deer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's the little knickknacks, the little crazy things that you find, you stumble across, you, you know, whatever somebody gives you because they're trying to play a joke, and you're like, Oh, actually, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So, I'm sure this out every year. <laughs> so I never opened it up. I haven't used it, but oh my gosh, it's funny. So of course the kids come over for Gabe's birthday party, and I'm like, oh yeah, have y'all seen the reindeer? And they're like, what reindeer? And I show it to them. And they're like, that's not very funny. And I'm like, it's hilarious. One kid was like, I, I asked him, I'm like, would you eat the the jelly bean? One kid was like, no way. The other kid was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> What's the big deal? Exactly. It's a jelly bean. What does it matter? It's funny as hell. It really was. It was a it was a riot. That's good stuff. Yeah, but funny looking. That is so funny looking. Yeah. But you know super super reindeer pooper. Yeah, there you go, man. So we have a you know, of course we've got our stockings hung up and different things like that. Andrew has a stocking. I always have his stocking put up. Um, past that, you know, just the normal little trinkets here and there that, you know, we've got up and the trees up. So it's, it's, it's nice. It's a little late than we normally do it. This year we're trying something new. We don't have a gate up around our tree. Why would you need a gate? I have pets. Oh. How's he do it with it? Is that where he sleeps at night? No, no, no. So it, but it's funny because usually the cat is the one that likes to mess with the tree. So we've been testing, you know, having the tree uncovered to see if the cat. So far, that the tree hasn't fallen over yet, so we, we're we're pretty good. But in the past, it was a problem. The the cat wanted to eat the bottom of the tree and try to pull on it and take the ornaments and play with them. You know, it's fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's funny, but since we removed the gate, it's no longer this forbidden fruit, and the cat doesn't mess with it. Wow. How's Maybe that? the cat's still smart enough to know better and just go, you know, I know you put a gate around it, and you don't put it down there. I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You never know. Are they, that, are they that smart? Cats? I don't know. You know? It's it you know some people say cats are smart some people see people say cats are dumb so it's they're evil <laughs> which is some of them are evil ours isn't yeah. yeah ours was raised by a dog so you know <laughs> I've never heard your cat bark but if it did I'd be like all right here you go <laughs> yeah but my cat does actually follow the dog into the crate when we say go get in the crate so. Now, how's the dog feel about that? <laughs> he just kind of looks at her like, what are you doing? <laughs> now, he probably won't complain about it if it's cold. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it matters. It's still a little weird for him. So, 
<laughs> so no, it, it's toy? what is this my new chew toy? Yeah, I know, right? He is pretty hilarious when it comes to it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. Mm. But so yeah, for th- so for th- Thanksgiving, that was Christmas. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to go on to what do we? What do you do for New Year's? Um, so New Year's we do really this year is going to be something different. So usually on New Year's I don't stay up. I'll be honest with you. I am just a I, I go to bed, you know, and, and I, I don't have anyone that I really need to stay up for. Right. I know I know that sounds harsh, but it's the truth. It's you know, so the kids will may stay up, the kids may not. It all depends on their attitude. I always tell Gabe, if you want to play video games, you know, and just stay up. They don't want to watch Dick Clark. They don't want to watch the ball drop. They don't want to watch any of that. Yeah, no. Yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, New Year's was always cool to stay up and watch the fireworks, right? Yes. They always have a lot of fireworks around Christmas time, too, but they do it at like 9 Nine thirty, ten o'clock, right? Yes. After it gets dark, or sometimes even earlier than that, because you know it gets dark so quick now. Right. But then, then you're back home, you know, or right around the neighborhood and look at Christmas lights. And we're usually home by ten o'clock, you know, because you know if we didn't get a chance to go right and look at the lights before Christmas, right? Most people don't take them down until after the first of the year or the weekend of New Year's. So exactly. We would do it New Year's Eve when it got dark. We would ride around, look at the deals. We'd go see a fireworks show real quick and then, you know, home. Well, the kids were young, young, young back then, so it wasn't that big of a deal. We've tried to stay up and get the fake champagne, and, you know, we've done that a couple times, but not, you know, now, man, I'm in bed by 9, 10 o'clock. It's just another night, you know. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> I'm know. Like we're going to hang out at a bar or, you know, a club or, you know, even if I was to go out and like go country western dancing, whoever I was dating at the time or whoever I'm going to be dating at the time wants to go dancing, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be out of there when everybody's plastered and screaming and hollering because it's a new year. Right. Right. Now yeah. everybody's going, shit, it's COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but you're right. You know, it's, yep. but yeah, so for me, I, I don't know. I've never been the type to go to any New Year's party, but I've never been invited either, I guess. It's just never been a thing within my family circle or friend circle. It's just, you know, everybody wants to be at home where it's safe. They don't want to be out where people are drinking and driving. And, you know, I know that sounds harsh, but that's just how we are. No, that's just the way it is. No, here, here's a caveat to that. When I was skiing at SeaWorld in Florida. Right. We would have to stay and work the concert or concerts. We would kind of be crowd control. You know, we'd have the shirt, you know, right. crowd control or crew, whatever. Um, and we would, you know, you'd stay up and, and watch whoever was and, you know, guard the stage so that nobody, you know, bombarded the stage. <clears throat> and this is a great story because one year I was working the stage right up front and the reason they put me right up front in front of the stage to guard the stage, because I was the shortest one in the group. And they didn't want a six-foot-tall guy's head sticking up 
you know, because the stage was only like four foot off the ground. Right, exactly. And they didn't want them squatting down. They wanted, you know, so they put me right up front, and it was Gloria Estefan. Ooh, great concert. So she did her concert, and she literally stopped at like two minutes before midnight. We all ran back ne- backstage to block her and her kids and her husband. They gave us all a quick little glass of champagne. We toasted in the new year with Gloria Stefan, her husband, and two kids. And then she ran back out on stage, and we ran back into our place. Nice. That was cool. That was cool. She was that cool. Good she f- was very cool. That was a lot of fun. That was cool, dude. That's good for you. Yeah. A great story. So Great time. I don't think I've ever done any New Year's working on any jobs. I think I've always had it off. But, yeah, I've never been the type to go to do Except any. Except 1999. Yeah, did you it, work? Nope. You worked the New Year's because nope. of the, the what Y2K was it called? 2K thing? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't work the Y2K. I was at Enterprise. I was at Coke. You were at Coke. I wasn't even yeah. at Enterprise. I was, I was at East Storage Coke yeah. when that happened. Yeah. So I wasn't I even there. We were drinking, by the way. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was getting paid. I, I I didn't start at Enterprise until March of that year, two thousand. Yeah, literally three months after everything started, or crazy, whatever. And then I got there December. No, I got there. That was two thousand. That was a one. A one. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been kind of crazy. Holidays have been always tough. Yeah, you know we. Um, it's a little sad because Gabe's going to be gone. But you know, like you said, I've got friends. Jay will be here. Um, it's not the normal. So you know, and I know there are a lot of other single parents that are going through the same thing. Right. You know, my heart goes out to you, folks. Trust me. You know what we need to do? What's that next year? We ought to plan a party and invite all the listeners, single parents, and have a party somewhere. Okay. Well, it'd have to be the year after next. Okay. Why? Because next year we all have our kids for Christmas. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. what about all- <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good yeah, point. No. Yeah. No, now the year after that, we have an adult. Throwdown. No, oh, okay. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. For all the people no, who I say don't have down, kids, yeah. Yeah. And you don't have the kids, here's what you have to do. You pick your favorite steak and you marinate it, do however you want to do it, and bring it over so Jay can cook it on the Traeger. Doesn't get any better than that. I'll listen to you. I'll bring a steak and some uh deviled egg taste salad. Level egg bait. <laughs> oh Lord. Devil egg taste salad, man. I'm telling you, that shit is amazing. Okay. I'll take your word for it. When they're not sweet. Yeah. Love devil when they're not sweet. And this stuff is awesome. I've tasted like three or four different versions of it, and all of them are really good. So I'm trying a new recipe shared to me by uh, someone. It's a jalapeno cream corn. What? Yeah. Jalapeno. You know, cream corn. It's almost like a Cajun cream corn. Really? Yes. I'm going to have to let you know because I'm making it for for the uh, Saturday night dinner. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So you can bring your potato salad, whatever 
I need to learn Double how to egg. make it, yeah. it that way. Yeah, and then I'll make yeah, my walk uh, in with H E B bucket. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. That's contributing, but not really making an effort. Yeah, you know? I know. So no, I can't wait to try because I would like a new recipe. I always, you yeah. know, like to try something new and. Somebody shared with me an, a nice recipe that they, their family makes. So I'm kind of excited. I'm excited. That sounds good. Yeah, it does. I'll let you know. You know, so I'm not going to save you any. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay, messing with you. With, you know, here's what you do. What? If it if it goes over like you know really well, like it, it really well, you're going to have to one night. I'll come up there. We'll do a podcast. But you're going to have to do two things if I come up. Okay. And you know what the other one is. Me. I'll bring the chips. Oh, okay. The cheese dip? No, I want the, uh, salsa. the salsa. Oh, okay. So I'm going to torture you? I just made yes. salsa tonight. I'm on my way. <laughs> Podcast is over, folks. We love you. Right, text, talk. We're out of here. That's some good shit. I'm telling you. Folks. Yeah, we, we had, uh, what's it? Homemade taco salad tonight. So, yeah. I know. Yeah, we really. I really need to get off podcast because I need to go pout in the corner. And... <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. I'm telling you, no, it's that good. It really is. I know. I like salsa, and usually, and I'm particular about that, I like my salsa chunky. I like, you know, the onions and the, yes. and the whatever's in it. I like them to be chunky. But your salsa has such a good flavor that it doesn't need to be chunky. Remember we talked about the Chi-Chi's restaurants that were up north when you were living up there. Yeah. Yeah. And you they didn't serve ranch style beans up there, so Yeah, I do remember that. I know. Yep. <laughs> so that it was good stuff. It was good stuff. So yeah, I remember you and you know, even your sister in law loved the salsa. So I do remember. She did. Yes. So And she's a foodie. She's like a five star foodie. Really? She will I, oh yeah. There are places that she when they go traveling. It drives Sean crazy because she's like, I need you to pull over here because we're going to get such and such from this restaurant. <laughs> or nothing but things about it. Okay. If they have a recipe about such and such or whatever. Now, when she she was on a chili cook-off team with a group of her friends, and they won every year. And it did so well that they a- actually asked them not to compete one year because they got tired of them winning. Okay. Them, I'm telling you, she loves to cook, and she's good at it. She's got an imagination. I made the worst chicken sausage gumbo one time. My roux that I did, I tried to be creative, and I used menudo seasoning instead of actually making a roux because I wasn't good at the roux. Right. Oh, it was a disaster. Wendy comes walking in the kitchen, my sister-in-law, and she's like, all right, Nick, you ready? She's like, okay, it was a disaster. We're all going to be, you know, but that doesn't mean we're going to give up. She opened up the drawer because my mother's got all the spices. She started throwing stuff in there left and right. It didn't make it really, really good. It made it tolerable, edible, yeah. tolerable. Yeah. 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 So good for we her. Throw most of it out anyway, but she didn't give up. She's like, we can do this, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't like, oh my God, because Menudo, what was I thinking? I was trying to be creative. I know. Work. It could be interesting, though. I don't know. Have you ever had menudo? Yes, I have. the 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 sauce or the seasoning of it is good. Just, yeah, you know, I know the stomach linings and all that stuff in there is kind of chewy, but you know, yeah, exactly. It used to be a good <laughs> hangover medicine when I was young. 
So the funny thing is, is I don't make my own roux. So, you know, um, yeah. I'm not scared now. I've tried it. I've failed miserably multiple, multiple times. And the last time I did it, I actually pulled it off. It wasn't as dark as I wanted it to, but the flavor, I, I scored it on the flavor. Oh, good. Okay. So I was really proud of it. It, was, it wasn't a dark brown, but it was like a, a mid-light brown. It wasn't tan. It wasn't like, you know. Right. I was afraid to get too far, but I stirred it just right and it had the right pot. Of course, I was on an electric stove, which is, anybody listening to this goes, they're about to throw up in their mouth because cooking on electric stove's hard. Yeah. Especially when you grew up on gas, right? Yeah, exactly. And doing brew, you got to have the temperature just right. And these... And in this apartment, you don't know this this stove. You never know if it's going to be 190 degrees or 40 degrees. You know. So actually, just for those folks who are listening and who you know struggling with your roux, I, I suggested this to Nick because I was watching. I don't remember which episode, but I was watching an episode with Alton Brown. I think it's the name of him. He's the cook guy. Um, I forgot the name of the show. Uh, Good Eats. I think that's the name of Good Eats is the name of the show. Okay. Anyway, he's on one of the cooking shows. You know, I don't, I don't follow him. I, I haven't seen him in years. So, but I remember this always stuck with me. So he made his roux, got it all the consistency he wanted, immediately took it off the stove, stuck the whole pan in the oven for 350 degrees. For how long? Basically, he put it in there for 30 minutes, and he'd check it every 10 minutes. Just to see what it looked like. Yes, because when it got the color he want, he'd just pull it right back out, and that's it. Was he stirring it? What does he well, know? Because it's not over direct heat. He doesn't have to stir it. It's literally just baking it. Good point. Yeah, so that was a very <laughs> interesting point for me. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's interesting, because... You're guaranteed it's going to equally cook because it's in a baking situation instead of a over-the-stovetop direct heat situation. Right. I still haven't mastered cast iron skillet stuff. Well, you know, not all of them are cast iron skillets. Yeah, no, but it would be good to do that with that. I mean, Yes, it would. Oh, I won't disagree with you. Yeah. So. I know some people that make brownies in a cast iron skillet, and they'll, oh, they're so good. Oh, yeah, you're right. Why do you have to go there? That's you know a- what? Your last name is, how come you're not Ken to Gordon? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I could ask that all the time. But you should be. You need to track your roots. Okay. And then call him up and go, you owe me money. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Okay, so I don't want your money, but I get to eat at every one of your restaurants for free. Because, you know, we're related. Yeah, that ain't going to happen either. You know better than that. He, he sounds may, good. Yeah, he may send me a coupon. It's like go away, leave me alone. Here's a coupon for a free meal. <laughs> no, it's going to be a coupon for a seventy-five dollars steak, and you get five dollars off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and see, then you can go to your other cousin, Dave Ramsey, and he can tell you how to make money out of that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! What the hell? You know? Yeah, hey, I can. I I get I get asked that a lot though. You'd be surprised. You related to Dave? No. You related to yes. Gord? No. Yes. I mean, come on. Just tell him yeah. 
Yeah, then they're going to want something from me. And trust me, well, I ain't got nothing to give them. Well, you know, tell them to clean your house and you'll cook a steak. It's just <laughs> like Gordon taught you. Whatever. And then you can give them some financial advice. There you go. I'm good, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whatever. Clean your house. I'll cook you a steak, give you financial advice. I got it going on. Yeah, listen to you. That's funny. So I sure none of them listen to our podcast. They're gonna call me out. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> what are you doing telling him all that crap? Right? So Or they're gonna want to come on the show. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. I, I definitely have some questions from Gordon Ramsay, but I think I would be the one he would yell at in the kitchen because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell taught you how to cut onions like that? Exactly. Holy crap. Yeah. Get out of my kitchen. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. Well, I will I will tell you though, you know, the smoked ribeye didn't come out too bad. So that Traeger Reel take Traeger Grill is, you know, it does a pretty good job. So take when I grow up and get out of an apartment, that's the first <laughs> thing I'm gonna buy. When you grow up, whatever. <laughs> if I had room in my shop in Bandera, I would buy a Traeger. Yeah, listen to you. You're so funny. Got too much stuff in there now. Oh, really? I'm not leaving that outside. There ain't no way. Yeah, there ain't no way. You're right. I don't leave it's it outside. Going, it's going with a cover on it, and it's going to have a, a warmer to keep it warm in the cold. <laughs> so, okay, we've kind of... Uh... Way off the yeah, reservation. We went, yeah, we went way off the reservation. <laughs> well, no, it's all a part. Of, it's all a part of traditions. I mean, yeah, it is. You know, all the stories that we're telling are things that we normally do every year, for the most part. You know, and we learn some new things and try to integrate those into our normal traditions. Right. Just like having a Mexican Thanksgiving with Mexican food instead of the traditional turkey, and you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. So. I don't think so. And I don't think it's going to offend anybody no. in such a way, you know. Yeah. I don't know any other way to say it. I don't want to go, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know any other way to say it. It's Mexican food. Yeah. It wasn't Tex-Mex. It was pure Mexican food, you know. Right. And they ought to be proud of that because that's some good shit. <laughs> Maybe next year I'll learn how to make some turkey fajitas or something. That way we can have a little bit of mixture. Hey, there you go. You know, instead of a chicken fajita, we could do a turkey fajita. Okay, see? see? They started making pork fajitas. That's good. I know. Pork I fajitas know. are really good. That meat just falls apart. And they quit. Well, El Toro was serving it for the longest time. They quit serving it. Okay. I don't know. I guess they ran out of pigs. Yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one, man. <laughs> so yeah exactly anyway i don't have anything else i only have one thing i want to do before we close out but um before i do that i'm going to make sure you don't have anything else we're going to share today nick no sir i'm good i'm good i'm good so you're good this holiday season you're going to stop out and buy your kids something yes last as as second. This podcast you're going to go to amazon and say save me I was thinking about going around to food town and just getting a you know a thing of ice cream or something. <laughs> <laughs> now you hey, come on, Jay. What do kids want? All kids. 
What's the easiest thing in the world and all kids want it? Electronics. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about easier than that. Okay, what's the one thing? It's green. Money. Money. Okay. Just give them money. Because then they can buy whatever they want. Right. That's easy. Yeah. You know. I know. I know. That's what I get from my parents. But, you know, my parents are like, you go and buy whatever you want. So how in the hell am I supposed to know what you need? You know, it's like. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. It's easy. I know. And and you get the opportunity to go shop for really, really what you want, you know? Yes. Yes. Most of the time, whenever people ask me for something, it's always like a GoPro. Like, I want the top of the line GoPro that's like five, six hundred bucks. Ain't nobody going to buy me that. No. You know? So I'll give you a hundred dollars towards it. See, there you go. Yeah, there you go. See, that's yeah. And I so, just need four more, five more friends. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna happen. So yeah, no pro for me. Yeah, listen to you. See, for me, I I will tell you uh, this year, I whatever Christmas money I get, I'm saving, and uh, there are two things that I'm looking to get. So. Of course, number one, I actually, the Focusrite 18i20 went on sale. And so, oh, for the podcast. Uh, yeah, for the podcast. And so, for those of you that don't know, I use this uh, Focusrite 4x4 or 4i4, and it, and it supports two microphones and then two musical instruments. And then, of course, it, you know, supports the, the headset and, and some sp- uh, monitor speakers. The 18i20 will let me have up to eight microphones. Wow. And so if there's no kind of in-between unit, especially for the price. So Amazon right now has it on has it on for $550. Okay. Here's the kicker. And I love this. Focus right on sale. $339. Jeez. Yeah, I'd be jumping all over that. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a deal. Yep. That's and a deal. So, you know, parents will give me $100, you know, so there's, now it's down to 239 Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, any little extra money I get, you know, and I just, I think it's nice. We've had a couple of episodes where it'd be nice to have three microphones and, you know, not have to borrow my son's equipment or you know, uh, uh, right. different things like that. So, you know, it's kind of nice. The other thing is, is I'm going to, I've been looking at a Sig Sayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get a nine millimeter, 40 cal. What are you getting? I'm going to go ahead and get, get another nine. Get another nine. You know, so I was, I love the look of my Kimber, but you're right. It, Jams a little too often for me. Even still, that is the smoothest shooting pistol. I know. I really like the way it, sh- you know, right. maybe maybe you need to take it to a shop and get them to redo Look at the it. trigger settings or do, the, do something to it to make it not jam so much. I don't know if they can do that, but it's a nice-looking gun, and it shoots very well. It, it does when it's, yes, but, I mean, it, it's the whole when it jams up kind of thing that kind of annoys me. So, because yeah. it's not every... 20 shots it's honestly it's around every 10 to you know 12 shots it's doing that and i'm like yeah okay you know it's kind of annoying 
and folks, I'm never going to, I'm never going to, I'm never going to shoot 12 shots at somebody, you know, folks, that's not what I'm talking about. But when you go to a gun range and you're practicing and just kind of, you're wanting to get your, you know, concealed carry. Yeah. Having a gun that constantly jams up is not, not a way to go. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect on the 10th or 12th shot. You could fire it once and then it jammed. Yes. And then it might not jam again for 12 times and it might not jam again for eight times, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. It's completely yeah. random. Yes, it really is. So, and I've heard a lot of good things about the Kim, the Kimber guns. It's just, you know, I just guess I got unlucky. I don't know. It started off very poorly 20 years ago, but they've come up out of the gutter. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been looking at a six air. I found one that I like the look of, the way I like I like the feel of it. I mean, of course, I haven't fired it, but I just like the weight and how it feels right. in my hand, and I think that's the key point, you know. I've fired a couple of other nines, so, I mean, it's not really, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think it's I fun. love my Walter P. You shot it. It's a. It's got a kick to it. Yes, but not yeah. bad. I like the gun itself to carry it when I carry it. Right. But it it has a kick. Now I just bought a six hour, three eighty. Okay, a little bitty one. Right. So, yeah, the same the same width or something. I don't. I don't. Never mind. I don't want to get into that because I don't understand it. Yeah, thirty eight, three eighty. You know, it gets funky. Yeah, but so that's essentially what I do is I save my money and you know I kind of, you know, it's sort of like my kid. He's he has something he wants to buy, so he takes all the money. He puts it away, and when he has has the extra money to finish the purchase, pulls it out of that, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, nothing wrong with that at all. So, I trust me, I understand the the whole giving money is, especially in my family, it's not a, it's not a big deal. It, it really helps out. So, um, folks, we're we're wrapping up here. Um, you know, of course, always like follow. You know, share us. You know, we 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 have a we have a lot of comments. Everybody loves a podcast, but you know, are you sharing us with your friends? Yeah, let them know and send us an email about your traditions. Oh yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd want to. I want to know of some different stuff. It'd be really cool to you know hear oh, yeah. what other people do. Yeah, maybe there's a better idea for diverse families to be able to organize that. Because I remember when I was a kid. We would start at one grandparent's house, and we would end up at another on Christmas Eve. Yes. So we're, you know, us kids, super young kids, three, four, five, eight, ten, you know, under that. Right. Falling asleep in the car on the way home because we've been doing nothing but eating candy and, you know, grandparents, you know, throwing all the candy and the cookies and, you know, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, send it to us. Yeah. And, you know, maybe one of those, some of those single families, uh, single parents. You know, what do you do when your kids are off, you know, hanging out with the other person? You know, what? how do you handle it? How, what do you do? Do you, you know, hang out with friends? What kind of events do you do? So, you know, it, I, I'm kind of interested on that one because that would be. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. We could really do like a podcast one night before or after Christmas and have all the single people call in. Yeah, that'd be live. next. Yeah, we can do that next year. I, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not this year. So. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Too. Too. Too much planning in that one. So. 
Okay, but anyway, follow, share, you know, you know where to find us, folks. Come on, we put the links out there. You know you know how to find us. Um, like I said, I've got one thing I'm going to follow. It's the last thing I'm going to say on the podcast. But, Nick, do you have anything you want to share with the, the crowd? I'm good, brother. I, I did most of the talking on this one. Yeah, yeah. So I am going to share, of course, my favorite Bible verse. For nice. okay, um, for the Christmas season, and uh, I know not everybody out there is is a Christian or religious or whatever, but this is this is me. This is part of me. So, you know, you take me all of all of all of my good, my bad, my ugly. So, um, so Luke two eleven, and we're gonna. Basically, it's today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. So that's my end of the podcast, you know, for all of awesome. you. Awesome. So I don't have anything else. And, I'm uh, good, brother. Yep. Merry Christmas, folks. Love you, brother. Love you, too.